You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com. Thought I'd be co-hosting with the Kite co-host, but she has abandoned me because I'm not paying attention to her. So, it is what it is. Anyway, hope you enjoyed the return of Blue Jays Fan Friday, which was on a Sunday due to reasons I explained in the first half of the two-part Fan Sunday edition, but hope y'all enjoyed. Um going to talk Blue Jays um in these in the second half I guess I I just kind of have to do something else first because um I saw a stat earlier today as I was watching uh Red Sox Yankees mostly hate watching the Yankees which I mean I'm hate watching both teams but I hate watch the Yankees more so that's kind of how that breaks down Anyway, on the bottom, the ticker popped up that the Rays lost to the Orioles by a 5-1 margin. And not only that, the Rays were swept by the Orioles. And not only that, that is the first time the Orioles have swept an opponent in a three-game series in almost two years. August 27th, 2018. The last time the Orioles completed a sweep. So I had to ask myself. Are the Rays just that bad? Which means that the Blue Jays are just that bad. Seeing as Tampa Bay took 2-3 from Toronto. Or are the Orioles actually good? Which is a puzzling question. And... You know, you he didn't really do anything to make you think that they would be good. I mean, Tommy Malone was the starting pitcher again. He who got blasted by Boston in the opener. But he threw five innings of one-run ball today, and then the Orioles' bullpen shut it down. Miguel Castro, Evan Phillips, and Cole Sulcer, who got the two-inning save today. Not only that, it's his third save of the season for the 30-year-old who I I'd never heard of Cole Seltzer. Apparently he pitched for the Rays last year as a rookie. So, you know, got got revenge on his former team, which good for him. Puts the Orioles up to 5-3. and three. But how the heck are the Orioles doing this? Well, starters they got the breaks that Tamp- uh, Toronto didn't against Tampa Bay uh, beat them by scores of 6-3, 5-4 and 5-1 they were playing in Camden Yards too so maybe maybe that home field advantage is there because Baltimore is just as used to playing in front of zero fans as Tampa Bay is so they don't really have the edge there but then you look at um like, the pitching for the Orioles is 
nothing really to write home about. Um, Alex, Alex Cobb is like performing like someone who earned a big free agent contract so far. Uh, 289 at ERA in nine and a third innings. Um, Wade LeBlanc has turned into solid, if unspectacular, starts. The bullpen has been really good. Um, Miguel Castro, Michael Gibbons, Sean Armstrong, and Richard Blyer are now up to a combined 14 and a third innings pitched without allowing a run. And in some cases, not, um, you know, not allowing a walk either, which kind of helps. But, I mean, sure, okay, Baltimore can have some pitchers who are who are off to kind of good starts. That that doesn't mean anything. They still pay Chris Davis way too much money to sit on the bench. Their offense still has to be bad, right? Well, the offense is. <sighs> The offense is doing enough, and it's it's mostly a couple guys who are doing enough. But what they're doing is just smashing the ball. Baltimore has totaled 57 hits going into today's contest uh, against the Rays. And of those 57 hits going into today's game, 25 were for extra bases. They had 14 doubles and 11 home runs on the team. And you look at the guys who are kind of powering it. Um, you have Hanser Alberto, who may be one of, one of baseball's best-kept secrets heading into the season and just he, how he manages to just put the bat on everything. Um... He's batting 429. He went three for five today. So, um, yeah, Th- uh, three doubles and two home runs. So he's doing quite well. Then there's Jose Iglesias, who is for the season bat- batting an obscene 10 for 19 with five doubles. For the shortstop, who is primarily known for his glove, to be doing that is is um it's laughable. You don't think that's possible. And yes, Chris Davis is still bad. He's one for thirteen, although he does have an RBI, so good for him. But you look at Alberto and Iglesias powering that, and then you look at guys like Renato Nunez, uh, batting two eighty one with two home runs. Six of his nine hits are extra base hits. Anthony Santander has seven hits. Four of them are for extra bases. Their catcher, Pedro Severino, has six hits. Three of them are for extra bases, including two home runs. Like, they're they're just pounding the ball right now. Is it sustainable? Probably not. And, I mean, they get the Nationals next. We'll see how they handle... You know, some supposedly good starting pitching. But for now, I guess I gotta I gotta give the Orioles a little bit of a shout out, a little bit of credit for all the put downs that I have with the Orioles that I direct at Connor Newcomb. They're they're a winning team right now, so enjoy it. I think it took them all of April last year to get five wins. Now they have it in a week. 
And that's including having their games postponed because of the Marlins-Phillies fiasco. So, congratulations to Baltimore. Um, What's Toronto going to be doing to counter these hot-hitting Orioles? I can tell you about that, or I can tell you that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at CBDMD. CBDMD is the place you want to go to, whether you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or just sitting around the office all day. You go there because everyone needs support to make it through the day, and CBDMD has an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. They have CBD Freeze with Menthol, an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're giving our listeners 25% off their next order when they use the code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. So once again, CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. And then when you have to drive to the post office to pick up your superior CBD oil products from CBDMD, and you find out that your car has lost a windshield wiper somehow, maybe it blew off in a storm. It's happened. I it, it happened to me. Like I I had to like grab it to keep it from flying off. And if you want to order another one and not get gouged at those auto parts stores, you need to go to rockauto.com because it's a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. They have everything you could be looking for for whatever car you're driving, whether it's a classic Thunderbird or a Junker Cavalier, which, I mean, kudos for keeping that Cavalier on the road. I would have given up on it, but you do you. The rockauto.com catalog is very easy to navigate. You can see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer and know that you're getting a reliably low price because they do the same for professionals and putterers around the garage. They do not discriminate. They will get you the price that you deserve for the parts you need. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all those parts available, write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that you heard it from me and you know, we get credit. So go to the place that has amazing selection and reliably low prices for all the parts of your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You are locked on blue Jays, your daily Toronto blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so there have been facets of the Blue Jays that have not worked very well so far. One of them is Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s bat. That cannot really be fixed right now. One of the other problems is that Sam Gavilio Jr. I called him Sam Gavilio Jr. There's so many freaking juniors on this team. He's probably a junior. Just doesn't say it. Anyway, Sam Gavilio wanted to be a high leverage reliever. He is not one. Everyone knows this, except for Sam Gavilio. And that is why he was assigned to the team's alternate training site. 
and basically just told to go work on yourself. I mean, again, this was a move that did not come as a surprise. When you come into two outings and you have a whip of six that ties you with Shun Yamaguchi and you have an ERA of 27 and you get spared more runs being tacked on just because Lourdes Guriel Jr. saved your butt with an amazing catch in left field. It does not bode well for your future. So, Cavillo was optioned. Now, who will take his place? Ons on favorite would have been Brian Moran, the left-hander who, in an inning of work, has given up a hit, but also not allowed anyone to score. That is charged to him. Also, only lefty reliever, technically, in the Blue Jays' bullpen. However, that is not possible now because Brian Moran had to be waived. And the Marlins are desperate for literally anyone with a pitching arm, to the point where I'm pretty sure Aaron Layton is trying out for them tomorrow. So, Brian Moran got claimed by the Marlins, so he will be rejoining the team he pitched for last year. Along with former Royals outfielder Brett Eibner, who is making the team as a two-way player. They signed him from... Uh, and I want I want to get this right because it's it's a heck of a team name. From the Eastern Reyes del Tigre of the Independent Constellation Energy League. That's that league that's going on in Texas that has a bunch of people who were cut from like uh, from minor league teams. So Brett Eibner now has a professional job. Apparently, he was good in the Indy League. He struck out eight guys in five and a third innings with just one walk. So, good for Brett. See how he does against, you know, major league pitching. But anyway, Brian Moran joins him. Now, the Blue Jays did technically add a pitcher to the organization today. Because the Giants had seen enough of Danny Jimenez, who they took in the Rule 5 draft, and said, you can have him back, Toronto. And that's great for the minor league team, because Danny Jimenez was very good for New Hampshire last season. Um, he had a 259 ERA last year between New Hampshire and Dunedin, and a 14.2 K9 rate. However, much like Travis Bergen before him, Danny did not stick around on the Giants. Didn't uh, They were both sent back in August, but obviously Danny with a lot less work under his wing. And that's what happens when you walk three of the eight batters you face in an inning and a third of work. And when you throw half of your 37 pitches for strikes. It's Craig Kimbrell disease. Only Jimenez doesn't cost like $13 million. So Danny Jimenez gets cut. He's back with the Blue Jays. He will not be a part of the 60-man pool because why the heck would he? So he he just gets to chill out in the organization. He's not going to be a factor. So who is? That becomes the main question. Gavilio has been assigned to the taxi squad. Um, that's great. He joins Caleb Joseph. 
and question mark because Brian Moran was on that taxi squad before he got claimed. So who do the Blue Jays choose to come back on the team? Would send a very bad message to bring Sam Gavilio right back. So do they go for another lefty or are they happy with the work that Ryan Barucki and Anthony Kay are doing out of the pen? I think they are. Because, like I say, you wouldn't wave Moran if you weren't confident in the lefties that you do have. And with both being former starters, at least uh, Barucki and Kay have that ability to get multiple guys out as opposed to being a purely lefty specialist the way that Brian Moran is. So what do they do? What do they do with this pool? What do they do with this spot? I'm not really sure. I mean, it's not it's not going to be any of the major prospects um, that that you know you you really want on this team, and it's probably not going to be any of you guys who you know were on minor league deals that were that were in there. It's not going to be Jake Petrichka. At least I hope it's not Jake Patrishka. Um But yeah, uh, it probably is going to be one of the pitchers that's added. And I, I would probably put my money on Justin Miller. Just because he's the next up in like that AJ Cole line of guys who signed a minor league deals. And Miller still has a relatively good track record at MLB level. I don't think it would be Bergen just because I don't think he's done enough to really justify that move up. And I don't think it's Brian Baker either because I I don't think Baker's pitched at a high enough level for enough innings to really get that kind of consideration out of the non-roster guys. So to be boring, it's probably just going to be one of the guys who are already on there. And we might already know the answer already. Because uh, Chase Anderson's going to have to come off the DL at some point. I called it the DL, and I know it's the IL, and I don't know why I said DL, but here we are. Anyway, Anderson is supposed to just miss like the first week or so with an oblique strain. So I'm going to guess that he's going to get the roster spot when he's ready. And because the Blue Jays have had this break, they don't need to fill the spot immediately. All their arms are fresh now. They've had four days off. So they're going to be going Shoemaker, Ryu, and Pearson um, out of the break when they face Atlanta. So they can afford to sit on that spot a little bit with all the arms they have in the back end. And if Anderson is the call, then they just pick and choose whenever they want to activate him. And Chase Anderson will be available. Will he be starting? I don't know. But that's what's going to happen with the spot. So you heard it here first. I'm not an insider. I just have a spotty, clairvoyant presence sometimes. So that'll do it for this uh, triple header, I guess, that I did Sunday night. Kudos on me. Um, If you want to offer me thanks, uh, you can do so at the podcast account at LockedOnJays. You can do so on Twitter and on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, however you get podcasts, you can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode when I do triple headers like this. Or if you just want to thank me directly, which, I mean, I will take any praise that you offer, you can do so at A underscore J underscore Andrews on Twitter. The underscores are in there because Twitter is dumb. And that will do it. I um, will probably be back tomorrow just to, you know, kind of tee up the return to baseball, what we're going to be looking for against Atlanta. Mostly that no one goes out and has dinner at a friend's house because we all know what happens after that. So I don't care if you want Magic City hot wings. Stay in the hotel, Blue Jays. You don't need that in your life. So hopefully... They will take that advice and we get to talk about baseball for a little bit longer. So until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm A.G. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episodes. And y'all take care.